Welcome to Into the Yes. I'm Marissa Fay, a functional nutritionist and holistic wellness practitioner. And I'm Jen Nickel, a movement witch and intuitive Reiki master. You are in the right place if you're ready to question society's wellness standards and prepared to be inspired to make changes that are right for you. Join us as we get into the yes. Welcome back to Into the Yes. I am Marissa Fay. I am a women's holistic hormone and gut health specialist, and I am joined by the lovely Hennaing Jen Nickel. <laughs> I have Hannah on my hair right now as we speak. That's why Marissa said that. Listen, you know, the titles that I have given myself, I'm going to add one to the list today, which is special ed teacher aid. That is amen preach. Yes. So... <laughs> Alongside movement specialist and occupational therapist, I'm now adding this to my repertoire. Yeah. So this kind of kicks us off on why we wanted to record this for you all. Um, Not that we think many people are paying that close of attention, but, you know, we're Virgos. But thanks if you are. Yeah, exactly. Thanks if you are. And also we're Virgos. We like to address these things head on, you know, um, because it, it bugs us more than anybody else. Um, but Jen, why don't you tell folks a little bit about kind of where you are in your evolution as a Jen and what's going on in your life? So I recently, um, started a new job, you know, I've been for the past three years working on building my own business, offering movement out into the world. Uh, but it, you know, if I'm being perfectly frank and perfectly honest, it hasn't grown to be sustainable yet. It's going to, I believe in it. I believe in what I'm doing, but I needed something to kind of supplement what I was doing. And so I took a job like one that, and the universe is so interesting. I just want to talk energy and, you know, these beliefs that I have is like, as soon as I came to that realization, all I did was open my computer and do one search. And there was a job opening. That I was mm-hmm. like, I can do that job. I applied and then I got it. It was like, yep, this is what you need right now. Here you go. And it's felt in flow. It's felt really good. So, but it is a big change. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I also just want to say something else. The last three years, yes, you have been working on your business full time. You also have been like managing a family, which like, I just want to give you credit for that. Every time we talked about like what you were up to, you had, you have three kids at that point you know, they were a bit younger. There's a lot to take care of. And your husband has a job where he's sometimes, you know, out doing job things, long hours and multiple days. And so that's a factor too here, right? Like I think some things shifted in in that dynamic too, where you had the ability to, to make the shift. Yeah, definitely. Yep. And yeah, we moved here. It was during the pandemic kids were being homeschooled at that time because of that. So um, it all just kind of grew into this space where I was home and we, we decided I was going to really give it a go. And uh, I did, and I continue to, but I'm doing this alongside it now, which changes my availability for different things. Yeah. And energy for different things, right? Like the amount of energy I have. Yes. Yeah. It just changes how things fit, you know, into your life. And I think, you know, first of all, I want to say as a business owner who gets to do what I do full time, I did not 
become full-time in my business randomly and at the very beginning. So I just want to normalize for people who are working on something they're really passionate about and trying to build something they're really excited about and good at, that just because you need to make an adjustment in the amount of time you're devoting to it in a season of life, or you need to make a shift in taking on a different role professionally for a little bit, you don't have to stop building the other thing. And it doesn't mean the other thing won't won't happen, won't work, won't be successful. This is part of learning how to adjust with seasons of life and make shifts that in, I do believe in the long-term benefit you. Right. And you don't, sometimes you don't know until you're in it. And I feel like this was a low stakes sort of transition into it where if this isn't working, if there's like a lot of negative feelings around it, then it's easy to walk away from. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty committed person and I wouldn't just like say, all right, here's my two weeks. See ya. But having in the back of my mind, like if I'm miserable and this is not supporting everything that I want to bring into the world in the way that I want to bring it, then I feel comfortable saying no to it, but it is supporting that. And, you know, there's, there's just a lot of different ways of looking at things. And I like how you brought up, if you have a dream and you want to build something, you know, we live in this system where we view success in one way, you know, like what is successful? Like, I don't know how it would be perceived, but to me, I don't feel like this is failure. I've Mm -hmm. never felt like there's failure at all. I feel like it's just part of building something. And because I feel really passionate and um, motivated by putting movement out into the world where women feel they can connect with their bodies and get comfortable with themselves, I... I don't ever want to stop doing that. And to me, success is if one person feels that, and that has happened. That's happened more than one person. So I already feel like I have seen success with it and and that that will build on it. Um, But, but going this route is just another way of doing it, another way of approaching it. Absolutely. And I think we live in a culture that is really big on telling us, oh, just jump. You have to just jump and be absolute about it. And if, you know, your business or your passion is going to happen, it's sink or swim, right? Just take an aggressive risk. And I really think that's bad advice for a lot of us. Um, There are certainly some people that has worked for, but I just in running a business and knowing other business owners and coaching other people, even around this to some extent, like, it's much more likely and the story that's way less glamorous that way fewer people are talking about is what you've done, Jen. And, you know, what I've done at various points in my career where I was still working part-time, you know, in public health and building my business, right? Which is, you know, sometimes things have to shift and giving your business and your passion 100% of your focus actually can backfire. It started to, you know, Um a lot of open-ended time left a lot of space to overthink everything Mm -hmm. Um, and to sink into like, this isn't working. That isn't working. I'm failing at this. It's not going right. You know? And then I just needed something that like, okay, now I go and do this other job, which feels easy to me as far as where I have skill to do uh, perform in it. And um, it fills up and it structures things. And that I've actually felt more creative. I've actually felt more uplifted and more driven in the other space. 
because of that. That makes a lot of sense to me. I identify with that because I feel like sometimes when I'm left with too much time, right, or too little interaction with other people, that it actually can create more of a tailspin than, right, inspiration. Big time. So like lessons here, right? Connection is so important. And we see that and we, we hear studies on it where like people in isolation um, have, have shorter lives. Basically, Mm -hmm. there's more longevity in community than isolation. And I think I was starting to notice this isolation with what I was doing, even though I speak to a lot of people this way, I wasn't in group. I wasn't on a team all working together with one goal. And, um, I was starting to feel that I think. Now that I'm outside it, I can see that. So I think that one of those lessons is like community is really important. Community is really important, no matter what you do. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, I think it's also, this is a funny thing that popped into my head. You know, there are studies on like trying to understand why females tend to live longer than males. And there are all these different hypotheses on why that happens. And there's some good studies and some shit studies. But one of the commonalities that seems to come up quite a bit is that you know, females who most often identify as women tend to seek out and find community and and close relationships with others. It's just part of what we do. And we think that's a protective factor that can help you actually live a longer, better life potentially. Yeah. You know, and then some of the questions were like, well, go teach yoga at a local studio or, or that, but you know, we had had that conversation not I don't want to teach for someone else. I've gotten to this point in my style of teaching and what I'm offering, and I don't want it to umbrella under someone else's structure. I have my own style and I have my own um, way that I want to bring it into the world. And I don't know if I'm being stubborn about that, (laughs) but, um, but I just, I really did not want to go and do that. It actually felt, and this goes into like how you know yourself and your own intuitive feelings. When I would picture myself going to a local studio and teaching for them, I would feel deflated. I would feel a little sad. I would have like a sinking feeling inside. It didn't light me up. And that's how I knew that wasn't the right move for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and there's also a lot of baggage that goes with teaching for somebody else in a yoga studio. That's what I found, at least as somebody who is a yoga teacher and has taught in multiple studios. It's like, not just their rules about how you teach, but also like the dynamics of, right? A bunch of teachers and covering classes and you needing classes covered and being there at a certain time and not really being paid that much. And, you know, so being a yoga teacher, y'all is just not very glamorous at the end of the day for most people. Um, And there's a lot that goes along with that beyond just showing up and teaching a great class. There is, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, So there was all of that that played in. So yeah. I think the reason why we wanted to make this this episode is because right now, five days a week, my attention is very much somewhere else. And uh, we are unable to record as many podcasts as we were before, which we were following a weekly, a weekly um, routine with it. Yeah. yeah. And we were on a good groove too, but you know, it's time for things to change. And so, you change know, is good. Just- change is good. So, you know, we just wanted to come on and really be direct about, you know, we'll probably have one to two of these episodes a month that comes out. 
um, to you all. That's right. Both of us chatting about an interesting or not so interesting topic that impacts women's health. (laughs) Well, you know, we always go over a topic and we say, I think we're pretty organic about it. And I hope that comes, comes across in, in the conversations and in the episodes, but we always have a chat about it and we're like, well, what do we feel most drawn to? What do we feel more excited about talking about today? And that's usually the topic we'll land on. And I think that's not going to go away. It's just a matter of us finding a schedule. Like originally I was like Friday afternoon when I get home, let's record. And we tried one Friday and I was like, I can barely form words right now. This would be a crappy episode. So um, we're finding new times and, and working on that. And we just wanted to give, put out an episode to let people know that so that you, um, for all four of you out, no, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's four. Yes. It's more than four and all of you yeah. are amazing. And if it were one, again, amazing yeah. that anyone wants to listen, right? You just, you're, you want to put something out there. You feel like it's helping any way that you can share information, share what you've learned, share what you know. And if three people, four people <laughs> listen, you've done your job. That's a big deal, right? So I, I always want to celebrate those things and, and, and yeah. try to release from the ideal that like, it only counts when there's a million. And I yeah. just believe that that is the wrong messaging. One no. candle lights the next candle, which lights the next candle. And we have to remember that. And, you know, I have heard from a number of people who are listening. So I just want you to know the number is significantly more than four. Um, <laughs> but I also want to say, you know, before we did this years ago, I had a solo podcast um, called Honestly Well. And I have been toying with the idea of, of getting back to that a little bit, probably a rebrand, a different name, but doing a little bit of kind of solo conversation for you all on specific topics related to, you know, hormones and gut health and what women go through. So that also might be something um, to look forward to and and keep an eye out for in this shift too. Ooh, exciting. Uh, yeah. Those were very much, by the way, kind of like us, just inspired by, usually it was like what was happening with clients that week. Uh, or special requests that people had, Hey, will you do an episode about this? And they were sometimes very short, 10 to 20 minutes, just me sharing information and my input and take on things. And so I really like it as a medium because I can be a bit more long-winded than I can be on social media and, you know, answer questions more thoroughly. So I, I may be bringing that back. That's a great idea. I think that, um, you have served a lot of people really well doing that. Thank you. Yeah. Anything else we want to add? I mean, I think that's it. I think it was just a basic life update where um, I have new adventures and uh, they're a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, you're like loving it. So I do love it. I mean, you know, a a quick little background is I have a degree in occupational therapy as a CODA, which is certified occupational therapist assistant. It's a, it's a two-year degree in that. So in my whole career, I have spent working in the school system. So I've always worked with littles, always elementary age. And for the mm, the last half of my career, when I was working in it was in preschool. So baby babies. And mm. I love that, that population. I love that work. Um, it's just, I love this other work too. This is my passion project, uh, teaching movement. So going back into the school and being part of a team like that and being with these kids feels really wonderful to me. I do love it. I do. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love it for you. I think you're going to be inspired in new ways and, you know, learn new things and have ahas and you're going to bring it back to, you know, your movement teachings in a way that's refreshing. Yeah, I think so too. That's what I've always done. I've always used what I've learned along all the things that have happened as we all do, right? Every experience we have informs the next experience. And there's a beautiful thing with that. And, uh, I, uh, I feel really honored and lucky and grateful to get to know all these special little humans. Yeah. Like you get to make all these special new little friends. And one thing I'll leave is that, you know, if you, there's a lot on the, on the World Wide web in, in the <laughs> socials, in the medias about authentic self, be your authentic self, follow your authentic self. I'll tell you one thing. If you ever want to see a human being their true authentic self, hang out with a four or five-year-old. Mm. That's before they've learned what not to do, what's acceptable, what we shouldn't be, who we want, all of that. It's before all those layers get on there. And they just like, you want to break down and cry, you break down and cry. You want to pee your pants, you pee your pants. You want to roll on the floor, you roll on the floor, right? Right. Whatever it is, like you decide like, I'm not doing this right now. You just don't do it right now. I mean, or all the things say what's on your mind and it's really beautiful. And I'm, I'm so happy to get to know them at this stage of their life. So that piece of it is really, really beautiful for me. I love that. Uh, on that note, what are you a yes for? I mean, yes, for, you know, change as being change can be hard, but it also is good. And it just starts a new cycle and a new way of being. And then you discover new parts of yourself. So yes for that. Yeah. And I'm a yes for, right. Like making moves, doing things differently. If you need to for a season in life, I think that's really important. And you're Mm -hmm. giving us a good example of that. All right. Thanks, everyone, to all four of you and beyond. We love you all, and you're amazing. (laughs) Indeed. All right. Peace out.